0: are you ready kids <laughs> is my an instrument? Oh, oh, oh. hello and welcome to is man, is a podcast i am one of your hosts omar lopez and i'm joined with someone who's a little man boy josh hemo hmm
1: i'll to i also had a feeling you're gonna pick this one and then the entire time i was like hmm, how am i gonna to retort to this and i still i still don't know i don't know if that's a compliment or like a a Insult, I don't know how to take it.
0: Well, being a man is the worst thing you could possibly be. 100%. So I consider it an insult. <laughs> All right. So this is our podcast. We watch a SpongeBob episode, insult people who are men, and discuss <laughs> lessons that we learn from our yellow spongy friend and his other aquatic buddies. We're going to drop our donation links for this week. Um, mine is a friend of a friend. Actually, it's someone's cousin, an Instagram mutual. Now, let me tell you, this person that I met through Twitter, I've never met them ever in real life. Definitely 100% an internet friend. Um, They're too cool for me. So I think if I ever meet them, they they won't like me anymore. But their cousin, more importantly, is getting top surgery, and they need money for their GoFundMe. So I'm going to drop the link to their GoFundMe. So do that. It's very important that people feel comfortable in their bodies. Do you want to explain what
1: top surgery is for people who don't know?
0: Um, usually, typically if someone is trying to look more male presenting, they'll get rid of their breasts. And that's all I really know about it. Cause honestly, the idea of surgery kind of grosses me out. That's fair. <laughs>
1: but it's but this whole thing, I think it's 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 new to a lot of people. So I think it's yeah. important to kinda like let people know exactly like what that what it is for people. Because I like before literally like last year, I had never heard of top surgery before. So
0: Yeah, I'm gonna drop the link. Drop a couple bucks if you can. I still have to donate. I'm waiting for, uh, all my finances to settle up. <laughs> but anyways, uh, Josh, what do you got this week?
1: Uh, all right. So this week I got uh, another Tucson donation for our friends back in Arizona. Uh, it's a TMC, the Tucson Medical Center, the big hospital in Tucson. It's called COVID Giving, so they have a special fund dedicated especially for like different COVID funds. Um, part of this helps uh, employees' assistant, especially so like nurses and doctors if they need help the short term with like rent payment, child care, insurance, anything like that. This fund specifically helps them, and then anything that doesn't go toward that gets uh, siphoned over for medical supplies. So it's actually a cool donation thing because a lot of times. The people at the front of this are are the nurses and doctors and we don't really think that, you know, they're working, yes, but maybe they're not working. They can't. They st- a lot of people still can't afford to, you know, pay rent especially right now. So or like if you're working so often because the hospitals are filling up, especially in Arizona, like you need to be able to pay childcare. So this is a good way to help those people who are helping those who are really sick and most affected by this pandemic right now.
0: Awesome. So make sure you are helping everyone out. Um, until you do that, we can go ahead and keep each other company. We're going to watch a three-parter this week. Season 5, Episode 13, Picture Day, Pat No Day, and Blackjack. Act 1, Picture Day. So, just like the title suggests, it is Picture Day at Boating School, so SpongeBob is trying to look extra good. Um, But every time he leaves his house, he, of course, finds a way to ruin his outfit of the day and has to go back home and clean up so he spends the entire time trying to slowly make his way to boating school without getting dirty and gross he finally ends up making it through a jelly jar and accidentally gets covered in peanut butter but the photographer helps him out and he looks mm, horrifying (laughs) in his picture so to start us off josh i want to ask you at the very beginning of this episode yeah spongebob kind of fakes himself in his bed what would you use to fool <laughs> other people <laughs> to think you were asleep in bed
1: oh man that's a that's a good question um i think i'd try to do the classic i don't know how else i would do it but like a couple pillows and maybe like a watermelon for the head <laughs> get like a wig on a watermelon put that on there you know Nice. I feel like the people who sleep with the blankets over their head like have a much easier time hiding themselves, but I just suffocate myself if I do that. I just like yes. I I feel like I can't breathe. <laughs> so I can't.
0: It's like too hot, too stuffy and then if you fart, you've yeah, on you yourself. Yeah, it's worse. I don't
1: still want that.
0: <laughs> Fun fact, I actually did that. Yeah. Uh I've only snuck out of my house once. Um my parents know about it thanks to Fatima <laughs> and Snitch. Um and they never found out thankfully until much later but i decided to sneak out i put a couple pillows and for some reason i had a stuffed animal in my closet and i have like dark hair and it's pretty it was pretty like poofy yeah. i guess when i when i would just shower and go to sleep and since it was short i just literally put like the stuffed monkey <laughs> at the top and like, honestly, I don't know if it would have fooled my parents yeah. if they had turned on the light, but like it definitely would have fooled them in the night because it's just like a little just a lump. lump of hair. Yeah. Um, I think if uh, again, I don't know. I've never been a parent. Like I can tell you with my dog, like I watch on the little cam and I'm like really like looking and I'm like, oh, is he breathing? <laughs> she's, she's breathing. We're good. So um, I don't think I would do that with a kid because it's kind of weird and especially it's like you're in high school. Really high school so it's like i, I, I don't want to watch kid that closely yeah <laughs> but uh but yeah I, i've done that once so uh, i was just curious josh if, if what your technique would be nah if, yeah if, you it, it, if i had special. to <laughs> it's
1: too late now i guess there's no reason to do that as an adult anymore as a kid i guess i missed my opportunity but i wouldn't sneak out i would just stay up late and just tell my parents like oh sorry guess i'm not coming home until whenever i come home so
0: and that never fly in my house <laughs> oh. be grounded for a year. <laughs> But uh I don't know. I figured maybe he had like a anime waifu pillow that you throw under there or
1: something. Oh no, I keep that for other special
0: occasions. <laughs> so SpongeBob uses two rocks a box and a fork, which yeah. I thought was a really nice way to open up the episode. Yeah. Um and yeah. I really felt for Gary in this opening scene. Really? Be- yeah, because like Gary's just trying to exist. Yeah. And like SpongeBob just keeps hearing like the freaking alarm and waking him up and uh, he woke up very early apparently for picture day and i felt i guess the reason i felt for gary is because like fatima has the same experience when i have to wake up early because th- sometimes i'll wake up before my alarm but then i'll forget to turn off my backup alarms <laughs> and then so i'll be like getting ready and then i just hear my alarm blaring oh, no. and i have to like run back and then she's just like she just looks at me and thankfully she's usually like in the sunken place yeah. which is what we call when she's like in between sleeping and awake and uh she doesn't really remember it (laughs) but i felt bad because the way gary was looking at spongebob is the way fatima looks at me in the morning sometimes if i leave the alarm alarm on yeah i did like that
1: spongebob named his alarm alarm alarmy he's like you gotta try a little harder if you're gonna have to get me alarmy that's the
0: first time we've ever referenced the alarm specifically i'm
1: actually curious if the alarm is some somewhat sentient in this if he's like bringing to the fact like maybe the alarm is alive because there's been times when the alarms like gone off or it like does something weird I'm like maybe it is just another character in all of this
0: yeah secretly uh like Karen yeah Karen's lover
1: <laughs> oh God imagine <laughs> what did you think about like him getting picturesque so his actual uh whole routine in the morning so he has like he has a vacuuming and he has like rolling out uh, everything out, and then he has like and he paints everything on, which I thought was cool. He has like a whole paint the stripes on his socks. He paints the shirt on his body, and then he has like yeah. a little white crayon that he like paints on his teeth.
0: Yeah, so for me, I loved every single part of it. Um, the vacuum face that he has when he's been vacuuming, I thought was hilarious. But the thing that threw me the most for the loop was he paints the stripes on his socks. Yeah, like I I I don't mind the gag of him painting on his clothes because I'm like, oh yeah, like that makes. Like, it's silly, but the stripes on his socks was a detail that, one, I didn't really notice before, and then, two, the fact that he paints them on individually, and then when he does it multiple times, he has, like, these <laughs> he lines just them. all yeah. over. I'm just like, why wouldn't you just buy socks? They have stripes. Yeah, right not? <laughs> Do they not make them anymore? Are they <laughs> custom? Maybe he paints um, his socks
1: on, too. I don't know. I guess we didn't really see him put on those socks, but. yes, yeah, yeah, so I was I- a
0: little grossed out by the white crayon.
1: Yeah, a little bit. The weirdest part for me was that he put on the wig and he would shave the wig or style the wig in different ways and then shave it all off at the end. I was like, if you're trying to save time and get out of the house faster, what's the point of even doing the wig in the first place? I don't get it.
0: Other than And then for me I was like also like, what are the other crayons for in his cabinet? <laughs> Why doesn't he just have a bunch of white ones? You never know. Maybe he's just got
1: different crayons for different uh blemishes. You gotta cover up the yellow with the yellow, cover up make his eyes shine with the blue. You never know.
0: maybe and that's kind of weird because it's a little meta because he's like i'm drawing myself yeah (laughs) but listen if i had like a white
1: crayon i could just rub my teeth that'd be fine i do that i think they make stuff like that don't they they
0: make like whitening uh paint i believe it yeah i mean i i believe it i have always wanted to do teeth whitening but i hear it makes your teeth sensitive yeah i don't know i don't have dental insurance so (laughs) (laughs) for some reason it's separate insurance. Yay, America. Capitalism. <laughs> one thing that one piece of kelp derailed Spongebob completely right out, out the gate, and for me, that was my first small lesson, was carry a Tide stick with you. Oh, okay. And welcome to our podcast. We're sponsored by Tide Sticks. <laughs> no, I just, like, I can't tell you how many times I wish I had a Tide stick. Um, I'm notoriously messy at eating. As careful as I try to be, I always end up spilling somehow. Um, it's always when yeah. I think about it,
1: when I'm like, "Oh, this is a red spaghetti sauce, or there's ketchup, or a barbecue sauce." I'm like, "If I gonna get this on my white shirt, if I start thinking about it, that's when I spill on myself for some reason. Mm. It's the fucking worst."
0: Have but, you ever done like the bib, the paper bib situation? No, no, I have not. Sometimes if I'm desperate, like if I'm in a suit and I'm like, it's before an event, I'll get like a napkin if I so I can eat something so that way it doesn't like spill on my suit. Oh. Uh, but it's very rare i don't really do it very often yeah i don't wear a suit very (laughs) often you're wearing the suit every day
1: yeah yeah um along the same lines like plan early to get ready for something special so i think that's something spongebob did he was like he got up early he had his whole routine he was all ready to go i don't know why he didn't do his routine if he was already up early he awake waited for the alarm to get him but that's something i have a hard time with like when i was still doing theater stuff like when we're doing openings and stuff i would wait like 30 minutes before I had to get on the train to like actually start getting ready. <laughs> but in my head, I'm like, if I do it later, then my clothes will get more wrinkled, but then I'm more stressed. So it's like, it's like a give and take kind of thing.
0: Yeah. The Fatima way of thinking is why don't you just get ready and leave early? But like for me, I'm like, but then what if I get ready and I'm just sitting there staring off into the abyss? Right. I like exactly. the panic. I like the panic. Cause the panic makes me feel like my, I'm on top of things. Yeah. Like, Oh, I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm nailing everything right on time when things are going great. But when you're, you're ready already and you're just sitting there, it's like the worst feeling for me. Um, But what I put for picture day is another small lesson is bring an extra pair of clothes. Mm-hmm. Bring another shirt. Bring your paints along, SpongeBob. Um, I don't know why you're body painting everything on, but <laughs> it doesn't seem like that, that crazy. Nah, it shouldn't have been that hard. And that's something that my mom would do for our
1: picture days, she'd always pack us an extra outfit in case something happened. Oh, I think my mom just made me, like,
0: not be a slob like you. Oh, that's
1: probably right. She knew you didn't roll around in the dirt like a (laughs) savage.
0: (laughs) I should ask my mom if she packed me extra clothes. I don't know.
1: I just remember a couple times and she's like, all right, if you're going to get this dirty, at least you have this. I probably did stem from one time we did get something dirty or whatever. But those picture days were so overhyped. I look back at picture days, and I think they're such a scam now, because, like, they do take the one picture at the beginning of the year that they put in the yearbook, right? Yeah. But then in elementary school, they always do, like, the once-a-season picture that you're, like, you have to dress up <laughs> all up for, but then they send you home with a packet, and they're like, all right, you gotta pay, like, 40 bucks for this entire thing. I was like, what's the point of this? My parents can just, like, why are they paying money for this <laughs>
0: Yeah, like, I feel so bad, especially now. So, like, back then, it made more sense, because, like... No one had, like, a camera on their phone. No one had a camera on their phone. It had to be high quality, and then, like, no one had good lighting. But now it's, like, everyone and their mother has a ring light, or at least knows how to take a selfie. uh, Do they still have those kind of picture days in school, I wonder? Yeah, they still do. They gotta. I mean, they definitely have the yearbook
1: ones, but I can't imagine that they have the ones where they have, like, all right, it's spring, let's put you let's bring the spring backdrop and put you in front of this, you know. It's so
0: silly that they do like uh those those backdrops where you like lean against a tree. Yeah. That was so popular <laughs> in the early two thousands. I have no idea why, like what like uh photography school, like corporation, like pitched that as an idea. It's like, oh yeah, we'll we'll have this like second grader. <laughs> spoon a tree and smile and they always make you like put your hands in a certain yeah. way and they'd be like the girls would have to hold their hands like up to their it's face it's like, like shots you would would at the like, mall. you're like i hate yeah. this <laughs> i don't know yeah uh speaking of kids what did you think about the teenagers attacking people well, i had a question ketchup? i was like
1: why why is it always teenagers why isn't it always in the show that the teenagers are like the the scary like our ne'er-do-wells who are like doing all the bad stuff like I I I don't know. I guess I haven't experienced like bad teenagers in my life. Like even when I was a teenager, I feel like I wasn't doing crap that was like damaging society, you know?
0: I think more like teenagers I think more that teenagers are like just annoying. Like yeah. I think of the things that I considered like a nuisance. Like things I used to do as a teenager is like I would uh blast uh, like I would blast like the dubstep version of Pretty Rave Girl like and we'd be at like a stoplight just staring at people and singing and dancing. Well, honestly, like now they just make YouTube videos out of that bullshit. Yeah. And they like, oh, it's, I prank people at a stoplight. Like. And they just like annoy people. But like, I don't think I was ever doing anything really, really crazy. Like, I think the most like with my the friends. catch up water <laughs> balloons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I think the worst thing that like my friends would do or like friends of friends, because I never hung out with the edgy kids, is like deface face public property you know, like a spray paint can here or there, yeah. or like gra- like etching your initials into the bus kind of bull.
1: Yeah. That's like, I like the worst thing that we did that like, I mean, we drank and stuff, but we was like a friend's house. So we never like did it in public, but the worst thing that like the cops ever got called on us on was there. There's like these wash tunnels behind the target in Tucson that were like really popular in middle school. And like, we would go back there and like explore them. And like, they yeah. had this whole tunnel system it was crazy. And like one time a friend stole like shopping cart and the cops got called because of it. Cause the target is right there. We were like riding the shopping <laughs> cart around the wash. So that was wild. But other than that, it's not like, again, like what they say, like, Oh, teenagers like torturing people. But it's like, even at the mall, like I wouldn't be bothering other people. I'd be obnoxious, but like, I'd be obnoxious with my group of friends, not with like at people.
0: Yeah. And like, I look at teens now and I'm just like, just if, if I, if I was at a stoplight and teens were being loud and obnoxious, I'd just be like, let them enjoy their youth before it's crushed exactly yeah <laughs> so they start paying taxes one thing about the teens that i noticed is like all of them had really really thick eyebrows for some <laughs> reason and i just i was just like compared to spongebob who it doesn't really have he only has like eyelashes yeah is um eyelashes i just always <laughs> think about that uh with the freaking all of them had like these huge like block i didn't catch <laughs> like, that like Burton and Ernie, kind of eye, <laughs> like like eyebrows. I, got, I don't know. It yeah, just really I threw got me some off. thick
1: eyebrows. I appreciate the representation.
0: <laughs> we were uh, Grace with some fur above our eyes. Like, I never pluck these. Do you pluck your eyebrows? Does Fatima pluck your eyebrows? No, I, I I'll shave my mono brow. Oh, I do pluck. I, I will, Yeah, get a trimmer of the dad. But
1: my mom used to like pull me aside when I was younger and like pluck my eyebrows. But I hate
0: it. It's so painful. It's just awful. I don't know why. I don't know why, and I blame Fatima's technique. Every time she plucked my eyebrows, I would break out. Oh, really? But I've had my eyebrows plucked before. I think my by my mom, and I never break out. So either our tweezers are dirty, or Fatima's just bad at it.
1: I honestly can't tell the difference when my (laughs) eyebrows are plucked and when they're not. And maybe it's just because i I've not like I don't have an eye for it. So I don't Mm -hmm. know.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm the same way. Like I want to get good at like shaping my eyebrows. Like um, I had a friend of a friend who. I was a very well-groomed man with, like, really nice, well-groomed eyebrows. Yeah. But they looked, like, so well-groomed that I was, like, a little bit fake-looking. Yeah. But I don't know. That's I just, it's I like, don't know how to tread who, that line. Who's looking at my eyebrows, I guess? It's the thing. I don't look at people's yeah, I'm, eyebrows. I'm, like, <laughs> staring <laughs> I don't at my eyebrows too much now. Yeah, that's, I don't know. <laughs> now I'm always afraid to shape them too much because then I'm, like, what if I look like... I've
1: kind of wanted to do that line that people do sometimes. It's like a new thing where people put the line like on one of the eyebrows. But I'm yeah, like, but I'm, I'm too much like of a <laughs> to do that kind. of I don't know. <laughs> but
0: isn't that like appropriating gang culture? Somehow? A little bit.
1: I don't. I have no idea. Actually, I I don't know because I it was I thought it was like an e boy e girl thing because that's what they were doing on TikTok for a while. But I have no idea. So yeah. Any, um, anyways,
0: <laughs> let's talk about uh, two things I want to bring up yeah. before I guess we finish this whole situation. Is sponge gloss. Oh, yeah. Why is it so freaking viscous? (laughs) I thought it was going to be like a shine. It's like a goop, and I hated it. Even more, it's like even so viscous
1: that the brush is like huge. Like he pulls it out of the little tube, and it's like three times the size of him. I was like, what the hell is going on here? But it worked. I Maybe mean, it worked. It did keep him safe for a while until the, you know, water showed, like, washed him off. But that whole situation is just
0: bad. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, the other one, the other big thing in this episode was the tongue action. Oh, yeah. The I Sponge wrote Bob, that down. Yeah. SpongeBob blocks all the ketchup with his tongue. What does that tongue do? And the same thing with Patrick. Just freaking, like, tongues, tongue's to the hell, to hell out of that jar. That, yeah. The jelly jar. <laughs> but uh let's talk about the ending yeah pearly do you think that photographer washes it between wears and what is that outfit
1: (laughs) uh maybe that's the his spare outfit he's like oh one of these kids are gonna forget their outfit and he just like brings this like i don't even know what the hell that thing was It felt like when like an old victorian boy doll outfit i was like i hated it
0: (laughs) it reminded me of the berries and cream oh yeah (laughs)
1: But no, I doubt he washes that thing, that those pearly white teeth in between stuff.
0: Yeah. The I like how all the pictures are the same in the end, and like the yearbook's called Cautious Memories. Yeah. It sounds like a like an emo song. <laughs> That's good. We can add it or, to that. Or an emo band. Even yeah, add it to the emo band that we have. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. Um, but a scary fing <laughs> picture.
1: Oh, they're all terrifying. Yeah. Like that whole part where he sticks in his spongebob's mouth and spongebob's just like crying throughout all of it I was like i hate this
0: it is awful there's so much stuff for such a short little bit yeah you know what i'm saying yeah um i, I keep looking at my notes and the one thing i want to get off my chest because if i don't it's gonna there's not a lot of uh small lessons i had except for like cry, drive carefully uh, watch out for teens because they can sometimes be really mean uh your book picks or whatever like don't worry about it um <laughs> one is if you look really closely at spongebob when he's in the jar on the way they don't draw in his eyeballs so it just looks like like spongebob's <laughs> a demon trapped in a jar <laughs> and that's the only thing i i'm going to take away from this episode act two pat no pay so this one's really simple really short and sweet patrick eats a bunch of krabby patties but doesn't have the money to pay So, Mr. Krabs makes him work off his debt until he basically destroys the Krusty Krab. So, Uh, to start us off, Josh, would you ever work off a debt so you could eat food for free, technically? Huh. I think it
1: depends on the restaurant. Yeah, I Mm -hmm. think I would for sure. Just because it's like I'd rather trade a good that I can do than, you know, if I didn't have to spend money and get paid and get fed. Hell yeah. I'd lop a floor or whatever. I'd definitely do that.
0: Yeah, like say like it's it's early college. Let's let's bring you back. <laughs> and you're like, Oh, I'm gonna go to In N Out. But then you left your wallet at your house and then yeah. the In N Out employee was like, Well, you want a double double animal style and animal fries and a shake, you gotta you gotta wash the, the toilets. Would you do it? Yeah.
1: I do it. I think I would too. Yeah. See, I, I, I don't think I minded that much. If it means again, if it means I'm getting free food, there's not much I wouldn't do for free food. I don't think. Wow.
0: The the <laughs> ideas that come to mind. Josh. Shut the fuck up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Has that ever happened to you though? Have you ever, um, forgotten your wallet, like paying for something? Like even if it isn't just like buying food, but like at a store or something.
0: The most embarrassing time I've forgotten my wallet was literally like I think two years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I forgot my wallet to the grocery store at Key Foods Uh in New York, which is the worst. Because shopping in New York, like, if it was Arizona, I'd be like, I'm so sorry. Can you put these to the side? But, like, the cashier was, you know, primarily a Spanish speaker. Everyone's waiting on you. The Key Foods by my house at the time, super small and packed all the time. So, like... I was like, I'm going to be back. Like, just leave this here. I'm going to be back. Because I'm literally like three minutes away. Yeah. And they put all the sh- back. Did they? Oh, God. They put all of it back. They didn't wait for me. I had to get all the stuff back again. I had to come back. And I, like, made sure I had a different cashier because I felt so embarrassed. And I just felt bad because I was like, I didn't want them to put anything back because I felt bad that they had to do that. Yeah. And then, but yeah, it was it was bad. Yeah. I
1: think it's happened to me. I don't think, I think I've just, like, left my wall in my car like when i was back in tucson like it would fall in my pocket and it was just like oh i'm gonna run in my car and grab it but that's one of the worst feelings in the world like i hate the fact like when you grab we'll go to grab your wallet and you're like it's not there. you're like like there's people behind me i gotta pay for this like i feel like people. Yeah. like I've, it's never happened to me like at a fast food place before which thank god because i don't know what i would do but yeah <laughs> like at a drive can you imagine being in drive through? you pull up to the window and you're like all right it's time to pay and you're like Oh, I don't have my wallet, and you still have like to go to the other window that you pick up stuff. Like it's it's awful. I can't imagine that.
0: And now you're one of those fancy people who has Apple Pay. So if you forget your wallet, as long as you have your phone, exactly. You can be bop boop that <laughs> Fancy people. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wonder now if you were at a restaurant and you're like, oh, I forgot my wallet. What would they like, do? Yeah, like, what can you do? That's like the kind of yeah. the weird thing about the law. Is like they could call the cops and be like, "He didn't pay for his food," but like, one, what a bullshit reason. But two, what are the cops gonna do? Are like, "Oh, you're going to jail for that cheeseburger you didn't pay for."
1: Like, there's gonna be some sort of accountability that they do. I, I can't imagine what it might be though. Like, I, I don't know. Like, honestly, and I feel bad for saying it. If I like was at a restaurant and I realized that had my wallet, like, and I couldn't pay, I like maybe I would ask. But, There's a there's a small part of me be like, maybe I just get up and just leave
0: (laughs) and just try to sneak out right now. Just dine and dash and you never eat there
1: again. And then come back and like, I'm sorry, I forgot my wallet. (laughs) Here it is, I didn't want to say anything.
0: I don't know. I like I feel like there's two routes that you could take and it's like one is like the honor system and the other one is doing like manual labor. Yeah. Is like if the manager came up to you be like, Look, I'm gonna leave this here, like this collateral, or I'm gonna be back here, or like do I don't know do something yeah but like the manager has to trust you that you'll come back there's gotta like, and that's hey.
1: I, this had to come from somewhere right like there must be a president set from somewhere that there is manual labor involved if you can't pay so maybe it's an older thing I don't know again like yeah. I haven't been put in a situation enough to like actually encounter that but I can't imagine it
0: so of all the things that Patrick had to do which one would you choose to uh, to pay off your debt honestly like
1: I think putting the ice in the bucket would have been the easiest. And, like, I don't have to deal with nasty toilets. I don't got to deal with sneaky garbage. I just got to put ice in the bucket. And I think that would have been a fine. But, like, somehow he manages to up everything that he does in this episode it's kind of impressive how he does it yeah so like with the bathroom like he accidentally eats the soap (laughs) he has a soap
0: looks pretty good
1: it did well i mean that's in his defense there's a lot of soap that i've encountered i'm like this smells pretty good i want to have this taste but i would you know i've (laughs) i had parents who did the whole soap and mouth thing so i understand (laughs) how that works so now you have a kink for it exactly (laughs) And the bucket thing, like he destroyed the bucket, but then made like an ice sculpture out of the ice cubes. And then blew up the crusty crab with the uh trash compactor. And just like this is this is
0: wild. Which fun fact, that's not how a trash compactor works. No, absolutely not. It just, it just squishes it. It doesn't blend it. It's more <laughs> like a garbage disposal or something.
1: <laughs> Maybe that's what they were going for. <laughs> yeah. I did I did like how Patrick said though, after he ate all of the burgers, like first of all his stomach was Fucking disgusting at the beginning when it was just like a lump of skin and just like his bare bones and then when he ate everything it was just like this huge like mountain and they're like well you're gonna pay for it right he's like oh I'm paying for it alright I was like there's been times when I've eaten food like and I'm like oh I'm gonna pay for this later and definitely not in the way that I want to so
0: every single time I eat Josh yeah. is almost like that because <laughs> I'm a horrible person who really likes cheese <laughs> I always gotta talk about my lactose intolerance at least once every you place. gotta put it in so people can fill out their bingo cards. Or One day they're going to tally bingo. it, and there'll be a tally on it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get any small lessons from this episode? I have like really simple ones. It's like be clear on your instructions. Yeah. Um. Obviously, if you have untrained labor, quote unquote, you need to give them a little bit of training, at least a, a primer. Yeah. Sometimes a really simple job can be very, very complicated oh. if the person is dumb enough.
1: Along those same lines, it's like. If even in simple jobs, just show them how to do it right the first time, so you don't have to go back through and tell them how to do it again. Like, I I saw this the most in college when they'd have like the the freshmen come in and do like the basic show jobs, like Mm -hmm. even mopping the stage. A lot of people don't know how to mop because they didn't grow up having to mop, so like they'd start mopping and the stage managers would come on stage and be like, "Oh, you did this all wrong. Let me show you how to do it." It Like if you just show them the first time how to do it, you wouldn't have to keep Mm -hmm. going back and forth and do this. So. And that's something like Mr. Krabs should have just showed Patrick how to do it the first time it would have been done. Um, And the other one I got was like incentive is a good motivator. So like uh, Mr. Krabs being like Patrick, you'll never eat here again if you don't do this job right. And Mm -hmm. sometimes it's good. I think that's a. I mean, I'm sure you see it now as a as a dog owner all the time. Like incentive is one of the best motivators you can get anyone to do anything,
0: right? Balanced training, baby. (laughs) Um, I got another thing too because. Patrick is going through Krabby Patty withdrawal. It says, if you go through withdrawal with something, odds are you're probably using it too much.
1: Yeah, that's that's a good one. <laughs>
0: I give Fatima because when she doesn't have coffee, she's like, oh, my head hurts. That's and like caffeine addiction that, right there. Like, that is an addiction. Yeah. And I was like, I am glad that coffee makes me poop sometimes because then I don't have that. <laughs> I'm not like, oh, I can't. No one talk to me. I haven't had my morning coffee. Those are the worst kind of people.
1: I'm, sorry, I just, I'm like, sorry if you're a coffee person, but most coffee people are just awful people. I hate
0: yeah. them. <laughs> Where it's like, oh, well, I, I have to get coffee or else I can't do anything. Yeah. I'm like, okay, well, then you should have done that before you showed up to the gig. What's also worse about
1: the coffee people though? is this, It's this, this is a small part of the ep- this is small episode, so I'm gonna go off on this tangent for this for a moment. Is yeah. that coffee people also shame non coffee people? They're like, oh, I can't believe oh, yeah. you can't drink coffee. Like, oh, what do you do with your life? Or like, blah blah blah. I'm like, I can't tell you how many times like I've been in the morning on a gig, and they're like, oh, can you get a coffee order? I was like, I don't drink coffee. I'm fine. And they're like, oh my gosh, how do you function? I can't believe you do that. I was like, cause I'm a strong willed individual, and I don't need caffeine to fuel me through the fucking day like that.
0: My boss. Uh, He always does this situation where it's like, it's like, because film sets, you got to have coffee. Usually it's part of like, it's the shtick. Yeah. Right. We got to get it coffee. So before he sends the PA out, he's like, okay, we're going to do coffee orders. And if he doesn't do something generic, he goes like, okay, well, so-and-so you're doing this. So-and-so this like, oh, Omar. Yeah. You're one of those people who doesn't drink coffee because you're better than us. And he always does it that way. And he used to do that, too, with uh, My Lactose Intolerant. He's like, oh, yeah, I forgot Omar can't have pizza. He's too good for pizza. And I'm like, I wish I could just eat the worst possible craft you could give me. Yeah. If you could just like, hey, we're buying lunch today. Oh, It's a dollar slice. I hope that's okay. I wish I could do that. But I can't, okay? Because you're I a can't. professional. <laughs> and, I would, and I always tell the, the same thing. And I'm like, it's not that I don't want coffee. It's a, I can't have coffee and be useful to you at the same time. Yeah. It's one or the other. <laughs> I can either have a sip of coffee or not. Sometimes even iced matcha does it bad. So let's not push the limits of my stomach on a day that you need me for eight hours yeah. straight, holding a camera and not being able to leave the room. <laughs> so, yes, I would like a tea for the morning if you're going to get me something. If not, just give me a water. Yeah.
1: Bubble break. Whoop, whoop. Uh, let's do a short little bubble break since I think we got a lot more packed into this episode than I, I was expecting. Yeah, same. Yeah, so uh, we haven't done this in a while, but we have a couple of reviews we want to shout out, and that's something we did back in like season one, which I think is good. So maybe it'll encourage more people to leave reviews. We also got a uh, cool little thing happened on Instagram where a podcast suggestion page uh, hit us up and they had listened to the podcast and gave us like a little uh, award and like an honoree for the month uh, as a cool new podcast to check out. So if you want to check out their page, it's uh, PodcastSuggest.com. Uh, the guy's name is Nick that runs the page. Uh, so he has a bunch of, uh, has a blog that you can go to. that you can got to check out each of the podcasts he reviews every month. He also puts out the podcasts on his Instagram. So if you want to check that out, it's uh, podcast suggestions. Um, but yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. The, the little uh, picture that he makes is kind of nice. So yeah, yeah, I was
0: like, this is this feels really official and legit, and I like it. Yeah, and I will always say thank you to everyone who, even even if Nick secretly hates our podcast, I <laughs> I'm very glad that he at least publicly likes it.
1: Yeah, nah, it's 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 good. It's 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 always good to get like a. Uh, a little An bit honorable mention uh, somewhere. Mention.
0: Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, we're millennials. We like those participation trophies. Exactly. You know? <laughs> no, but I, I honestly do uh seriously appreciate anyone who likes the podcast. Like, I always joke about that like, there's only three people that listen, and Josh are probably two of, <laughs> <laughs> two of the three. But, like, it really it feels nice when people are like, hey, I heard this episode. I enjoyed it. It's been a little while since people have reached out. I'm sure it's because you know 2020 was a storm but yeah if you if you're still listening to the podcast and you you like things you hate things again, feel free to reach out yeah hit us up it is made as a podcast or you can do send us an email at is made as a podcast at gmail.com you know um, like Josh said, we've had a couple reviews since the last time uh, we've done this. again, it's been a real long time. But uh, I want to read uh, a couple. So I'll start with the short one. Um, my favorite SpongeBob podcast, which is really nice because there's not a lot, so <laughs> we're competing, we're competing, competing pretty high. Uh, funny, insightful commentary. Thanks, guys. You're welcome. Thank you. Uh, I hopefully I'm pronouncing this right. JQ12. You're welcome, JQ12.
1: Thank you for yeah. uh
0: leaving the review. Um, this one's titled "Nautical Nonsense?" Question mark or something. Uh, I, it doesn't show me the rest of the, the title, but I'm assuming it's something. Or some. <laughs> um, I wish this podcast was around when my grandma was adamant about Spongebob rotting my brain. We all know that's not true. You know, Spongebob is never, will never ever rot your brain. You'll nah. only get smarter. Um, Omar and Josh do a great job of dissecting the lessons learned from our favorite sea friends, all while making it humorous and fun to listen to. Oh, thank you. Thanks, guys, for all the nostalgic nautical philosophy. Well, you're very welcome, Janice Jam. Shout out to Janice Jam, who we've met multiple times. Yeah, so she's our friend. we know in person. <laughs> um, but let me tell you, Josh, um, I I don't know if I ever brought this up when we first started doing these, but we have a 5.0 on um on iTunes. Only thirty ratings, but well, of those thirty ratings, there's one that is a one star rating, and if that person doesn't come forward within the next 24 hours, there will be hell to pay. 100%. Because <laughs> if you come forward, all I'm going to do is cry and ask you why. Why did you leave a one-star review? How can we improve? How are we supposed to get better if you don't tell us? I, do you, I, I'm wondering, like, the
1: person who left this, if you're listening to this. <laughs> uh, why are you still why? listening? If but also, was someone? this a joke? Because it's the meanest joke you could possibly do. You break in our hearts here.
0: Yeah, you're messing with our algorithm. But also, f- you. you—he still got
1: a 5.0, so go suck my d-
0: <laughs> No, cuz what if people start <laughs> just downvoting <laughs> because of that. Again, I'm just curious. Just why one? How can we approve? I'm 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 open to improvement. This is the whole point of the podcast is learning things from SpongeBob. Teach us a if lesson from SpongeBob, once, please. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe SpongeBob can teach us how to have a better podcast and your insightful uh criticisms we'll we'll bring them anyways thank you so much for listening to this podcast i know we've mentioned it before but please please send us some messages Mm -hmm. or leave reviews
1: itunes wherever you listen i don't think you could do on spotify but maybe on stitcher i don't know you Stitcher, so
0: yeah i checked out stitcher i didn't see any reviews um but yeah anywhere else just Send us a, a screenshot of a review that you put somewhere else on a bathroom <laughs> stall or something. Yeah. For a good time, listen to his maze of Podcast. <laughs> Act three, Blackjack.
1: So SpongeBob gets a letter in the mail that his cousin Blackjack has gotten out of jail and is coming in to get his family. So SpongeBob panics the entire time, uh, runs into different parts of his family, meets his grandma, meets up with his uncle, all trying to find his parents. Uh, eventually ends up at Blackjack's house just to find out it was just a surprise party for Blackjack all along so for him coming out of jail uh so yeah unexpected (laughs) twist at the end with a Blackjack we can get into but I wanted to ask you Omar to start off with this is the first time we really get to see like a lot of Spongebob's family so I was wondering Mm -hmm. who do you think would be the most fun to hang out with out of everyone that we met
0: hmm honestly and not to make it like a weird joke spongebob's mom because his dad honestly like i wrote this in my notes is his dad kind of a d- i think i didn't realize either he's a d- or there's something going on
1: in their relationship like it's like it felt some like passive aggressive like they've been fighting and all this stuff like even in the weird flashback or yeah. imagination thing that SpongeBob has, like his dad doesn't acknowledge anything the mom's saying, and it's like a weird huff noise that he makes. It's like, yeah, maybe there, uh, there's some rocky relationship stuff going on here.
0: Yeah, I was like, maybe it was like a bit like where he was supposedly sleeping. You can't really tell because his eyes are just glasses. But no, like I don't know. His dad seemed like kind of like a dick. Yeah. And then cousin Blackjack, like I don't really know much about him. Um, but I mean, he seems like he could be kind of a lot of fun and then uh, god what's his name again captain, uncle captain Cap- blue Un- uncle captain blue just seems too old to hang out Some with wild yeah yeah um and his grandma is just like you know a grandma yeah i feel like his mom would be like a nice enjoyable conversation and like hanging out you know yeah i see
1: that i was like either his mom or like his grandma, just because those cookies, those cookies look so good every time. Yeah. She had different cookies this time. She got some gingerbread cookies up in there. Those look so good.
0: <laughs> Honestly, those were the t- my top two. Yeah. And then probably next was uh Uncle Captain Blue and then Cousin Blackjack. But the dad is dead last. Yeah.
1: I have no interest in meeting his dad. But I-, I do think it's interesting that we get to see more and more of like Spongebob's family. And I think it's more interesting too that Spongebob looks so different from all of them. And I and yeah. I wonder what is the intention behind that. Like I, we, we've, we delved into why SpongeBob looks like a kitchen sponge and all that stuff, mm-hmm. but like they're purposely choosing with each of his family members that they look like actual sea sponges instead yeah. of a yellow sponge. That's, so it's so interesting to me that they chose to do that. It's an intentional choice.
0: Yeah. And like, I think there's only one other like relative that he has that looks like him. Cause he has like a, a geeky relative. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but I don't know. It is an interesting thing because it's like, how do we make them pop? But how do we also make them different? Yeah. What
1: did you, uh, so what did you think of the way that like Spongebob went about trying to find his parents? Like, first of all, like this whole word being cut out of a magazine, being pasted on thing. I, Which they never explain. No, never explain it. But where did that come from like it's it's such a weird thing that i've never really understood the context of like I, I i understand like it was like an old like serial killer thing i guess maybe that would do but it seems so much harder to do that than just like change your handwriting up a little bit or something <laughs> like that you know
0: i guess like the goal is that you can piece together all these like sentences from like major publications so they're is a 100% no way that someone can track that handwriting. Yeah, Or like, I don't know, I guess like the pen you use. I don't know. But it just seems like too much work.
1: Yeah, exactly. Especially when like typewriters or printers exist nowadays. Like there's no reason to do that anymore. You just type it out and you don't have to worry about <laughs> right? So- no, because
0: then you type it out and then someone finds that computer and they do like a key- <laughs> keystroke situation and I don't know some
1: why you use the library computers. Use the library computers for porn and writing your murder letters. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh I just use an old 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 uh Windows ninety eight machine <laughs> to write my my serial killer letters. Good. But I like how cousin blackjack like the whole twist is that he's tiny. Yeah. Um but in SpongeBob's imagination of what he thinks cousin blackjack looks like now he doesn't get like change shape. He doesn't look any buffer He's just bigger. Yeah. And also, what I noticed too, which is a little detail I think might slip by some people, is that he he has literal anchor arms, but they're upside down. Yeah. Well,
1: and I think he like mentioning like him being small, like cousin Blackjack in the flashbacks would be like, "I'm gonna get you, little man." Like he's getting making fun of SpongeBob being small. So it makes me wonder, was like, was SpongeBob a tiny, tiny kid, or did cousin Blackjack just shrink as he got older?
0: Yeah, was his debt to society is they, like chopped him up into bits <laughs> and became a fed small him. sponge. <laughs> that could be it. That's my headcanon yeah, now. Yeah. There you go. Is that he they took him to prison because we have not seen exactly Well, I guess like the prisons in SpongeBob have been relatively humane. Yeah. Uh This is puff patty get Maybe time. <laughs> maybe they took him to prison and they chopped him up in the little bits and they made him real small. I like that. That's what I think. Put that there. That's good. That explains it all. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I just, he, he was a little, I don't know if I liked the twist, to be honest. Yeah. Like, it felt forced, like the entire storyline. Yeah. It was, it Um, definitely
1: wasn't the strongest episode it could have been because of that. I think I I like the fact, like we talked about, I like the fact we're getting all these different characters thrown in all his family situation we got to see the inside of his parents house for the first time Mm -hmm. but then this twist like just found like it just fell short like it is like it
0: wasn't funny nothing was happening i was like this isn't this isn't good (laughs) and you see it coming it's a lot like the the flas episode where he's gonna get like get his butt kicked yeah but the twist in that one is like you know spongebob's low-key invincible he's a sponge yeah yeah and it's nice Whereas, like, this one, it's, like, you can kind of see it coming from a mile away that, like, Spongebob is just misinterpreting everything. yeah. And maybe it's because we had the last episode, but it doesn't... Never once was, like, oh, Cousin Blackjack is going to be as dangerous as Spongebob thinks he is. I was, like, he's not going to be a threat, and I don't know why, but I just know he's not going to be.
1: Yeah. So while we're talking about, like, all the different family members that we met, uh, we kind of touched on everyone, but uh, the last one we haven't talked about is... Uh uncle captain blue uh i think there's like a lot of like story that they throw in really quickly with this character especially with like they mention he's a crime fighter and then he has this (laughs) whole moment with the radio where he's like how many candles are you burning out there and there's like static and then he's like really worried that they're not responding so i wanted to see what you thought about uh about him
0: there's so many things I like about Uncle Captain Blue, but one of the things that like is again another like headcanon I have for this episode is I don't think he's actually SpongeBob's uncle. Oh, you
1: don't think so? You think I it's think... like an adoptive uncle kind of thing? Yeah, I think yeah. it's
0: like cause his name is Uncle Captain Blue. So I think it's like Captain Blue, but like Uncle, like, oh yeah, that's all well, that's Uncle, like I always say that's Uncle Josh when yeah. we're talking about the dog. Um and then he calls him Bobby, which makes me yeah. think that he doesn't really know him very well. <laughs> But I do like, he says, like, uh, plant a fern woman on me, Bobby, or whatever. <laughs> and he's like shaking his hand. Um, but one thing that really struck uh, stuck out to me was his tomato and clam juice. You make Clamato. He's straight up make Clamato. <laughs> I was like, this motherfucker is drinking Micheladas while, while Swindrel is like working. Doing all the chores, yeah. <laughs> and I don't know, there's a lot of nice details. And I really hope uh, Uncle Captain Blue comes back. Yeah, in the later season, because there's a lot of really nice details that I I just think he's interesting. Just the fact that he has this weird radio thing. He he has this clamato smoothies. It's funny because I just had a Michelin today too. <laughs> um, and then he has like this uh, pornographic mermaid tail poster, yeah. which I'm assuming is pornographic because it's just a mermaid tail. <laughs> <laughs> it's like imagine if you just had an <laughs> on your wall. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I th- I, he's a good character. Though. I, I'm glad that they introduced him because I think as as kind of like out there as this episode was, I honestly don't know if it was as strong as the other two parts were. Yeah. Uh, I did really enjoy him as a character. And like you said, I really hope he comes back because I think yeah. there's a lot of a story we can delve into a lot more than what we get with like Blackjack. I don't really I could do without having a Blackjack episode again.
0: Yeah. Honestly, I didn't like that part of the episode either because it just felt like filler. It's like, what yeah like how can we fill out the time for the episode? He'll just do like random odd jobs. But uh I did like Uncle Captain Blue as like a character. Yeah. So we finally get to this <laughs> like party, surprise party, kind of, not really. It's like yeah, a getting out really. of jail party. <laughs> yeah. Um and The whole like like you said before like the interaction with SpongeBob's parents is a little weird, but then the fact that like this sponge this little tiny human well maybe he wasn't tiny he got he got got chopped up up. or whatever but they say he paid his debt to society and renounced his criminal ways and you're thinking like this dude like murdered someone or something which like SpongeBob has done some crazy stuff. And it says, never again will he litter.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that is wild. But that that brought me to my, uh, we haven't touched on little le- like small lessons, but was a, a mm-hmm. small lesson I had is just like, there's some people that are in prison that 100% don't deserve to be there just because our prison system's so fucked <laughs> up, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think Blackjack's just another victim of the system.
0: Yeah. And then uh, I put as my small lesson is that prison actually doesn't rehab people like it's, was originally supposed to design to it wasn't designed to do that but like a lot of places that are more progressive they don't really have prisons they have like rehab facilities because the whole point of those situations is to get people so that way they can reintegrate into society yeah but most of the times it's just let's lock them up and make money off of their bodies Have them do crap labor for 30 Mm -hmm. cents (laughs) a small lesson i got was help your elderly family with yard work that was good. Yeah. Uh and people can change. I put that in another one. As a as a good small little thing.
1: nice, nice. The other only other one I got was uh find the right help. I think Spongebob went to all these different family members and it was hard for him to actually find someone who was actually helpful for him. Because <laughs> yeah. even K- Uncle Captain Blue like hyped up this situation of uh Blackjack being a criminal. It was just like he didn't do anything. He was just a small little dude. And then uh, don't jump to conclusions, which is a typical one we have from SpongeBob all the time. So, unlike Blackjack, who's very tiny, we got a huge Wumbo lesson for you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, why don't you go first? Because uh, I
0: have to ruminate about mine for a second. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so for my Wumbo lesson, I got face your issues head on. Okay. Pretty straightforward, yeah. very simple, but it's a lot of simple uh, episodes this time. Yeah. Picture Day, again, you just if he had just shown up at Picture Day at the very beginning, then he would have known that, like, oh, this guy has a hose there he can hose me off with. He has a nice fancy dress for me. <laughs> and he uh he has something to make me smile. He has some nice teeth. Yeah. Or he like so I could have come like showed up and just kind of stake the place out and be like, Oh, you know what? Let me leave an outfit here. Or maybe I should bring an outfit. I don't know. I think like he went about facing the problem of staying clean all day yeah. in the wrong way. Yeah. Or maybe he couldn't enlisted help very early with a more uh reputable transport <laughs> situation. Um act two, same thing with Patrick. He should have just been like, Let me go home, get my wallet. Or Mr. Krabs could have literally just charged them up front, which like most fast didn't food do. restaurants. I don't know why you not do that. <laughs> I don't get it. Either. I think it's so interesting too that like at a fast food place we pay for the food up front, but at a restaurant you pay for it after. Yeah, it's huh. just weird.
1: I guess I've never really thought about that. I'm a. That's something I could sleep, <laughs> fall asleep
0: thinking about that tonight. <laughs> Good. I'm glad I could be in your dreams. Yeah. And then the very last thing is just again he with blackjack he could have just shown up and talked to blackjack. He would have realized that blackjack is just. I think he's just a guy that likes to goof around.
1: It's just like any other cousin that you beat up. Yeah, Happens he's all just, the time.
0: Yeah, he just likes to to wrestle. <laughs> and, and and punch your big toe, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> oh, that's good. I think.
1: Uh, I think a lot of people we try to avoid facing beat things head on because conflict can be scary. Or mm-hmm. you know, or we try to find convoluted ways to go around a problem. But like you said, just. Facing it head on, sometimes just the most direct approach could be the best approach. Sometimes,
0: yeah. So what'd uh, you get?
1: All right, so it's a little different than yours, but I'm just gonna go with it because I can't think of anything else right now. But it's uh, people have the opportunity to surprise you, so you should give them that chance. Uh, so in the first one, uh, I think this is the one that is a uh, this is the most loose based <laughs> out of all of them. <laughs> Um, but the picture day guy did surprise SpongeBob. Like for SpongeBob, he's just like I have to be prepared. I have mm-hmm. to come in ready and stuff. But like the picture guy knew what he was doing. He had the uh, fake teeth ready. He had an outfit ready to go. He had a hose ready to go. So like you said, if he would have just went into the situation direct, I think he would have been surprised by how prepared someone whose job it was to take photographs. A are.
0: professional, right? A photo <laughs> professional. And I like as you
1: who takes photos and stuff and like does video like I think you probably run into that a lot. I think people just don't realize and I've run into that as a designer sometimes just like people don't really expect you to be as prepared as you are sometimes and they like are surprised when you are as prepared and you're like well I'm that's my job. I'm a professional. I should yeah. be at this level, right?
0: What I like is being prepared on a level that people aren't expecting. Like Sometimes, if I'm really trying to be an overachiever, especially for travel gigs, yeah, I'll bring, like, small little things that you don't really need, like, an extra phone charger or, like, a mobile charger. And I can't tell you how many times a producer's All been like, stuff. Yeah. oh, my God, like, I like, I really wish I could charge my phone right now. Like, it's so bad right now. I'm, I don't have this. And I'd be like, oh, I have a mobile charger. Do you want to borrow it? And they're like, oh, yes, that'd be great. And, like, I left with my house with my phone fully charged, like, three mobile chargers and, like... <laughs> three wall plugs and I've been charging it in between takes and they don't know that, but you know, small things like that. You just gotta trust the people that are there to do the job. I mean, not everyone has all the tricks and stuff in their up their sleeves, but sometimes,
1: but no, but it's also a way to weed out like who's good and who's not, you know? So like Mm -hmm. for this photograph guy, like he came prepared. So like Mrs. Puff knows how she's picking to take these photographs. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, The second part, I think in a negative way, uh patrick surprised uh mr krabs about how crappy is about doing all these jobs these are simple jobs like i could find any like fool off the street and have him clean a bathroom or throw trash in a shoe or put ice like ice cubes in a bucket of all things <laughs> and patrick couldn't do it And i think that was a surprise to uh, mr krabs that he's like he couldn't rely on patrick to do any of that um and a third part i think it's like very obvious like uh Blackjack wasn't this big criminal, big scary guy that SpongeBob like was all afraid of. Like throughout the entire episode, like he should have given the opportunity to be surprised by his cousin, you know. So, and I think like we always put it back like there's always people in your life that you know that can surprise you, you know. Omar mm-hmm. surprises me every week with how smart he is with oh, these lessons. Oh, thank you. So,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Josh surprises me every week, but I won't tell you how. I can't think of it <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, anyways thank you so much for listening to this week's episodes if you want to send us anything some suggestions comments derogatory remarks constructive criticism I'm looking at you that one star review uh, <laughs> please reach out to us on ismazepodcast.com or email us at, at gmail.com. follow us on Facebook Instagram or Twitter mainly Instagram also be sure to share with your friends and enemies maybe they gave us uh, one star because our social media presence needs help yeah, I think that's super possible. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, our Instagram is is killer. It's amazing. Um, that's why we got that that award, baby. Yeah, I guess so.
1: <laughs> that was a good episode.
0: Yeah, it's pretty solid. We're gonna do with the rest of your
1: night. I Actually, got a hot dog right here. I made it during the bubble break. Oh, nice. Yeah, uh, I'm just gonna, you know, gotta add that ketchup on there.
0: Wait, wait, don't squirt.
1: Ah, oh, fiddlesticks. sticks missed again.